world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. that freedom forgot the most listened to second amendment broadcast in the nation welcome to it so the stupid bowl is today <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know we're too like had sports bypasses i don't even we know children. i've never watched I no super idea super bowl in my life no, i haven't either <clears throat> you want to talk about where our future is no uh, not really before before i go on the show michaela who's been on the show talking about what it's like to be a conservative she goes to the university of richmond she sent me a picture right before we went on air so she's University of Richmond, and out of her dorm window, she took a picture. There's about 40 juches on the football field having a Quidditch tournament. A what? Quidditch is a made-up game from the Harry Potter books. Seriously? This yeah. is college? Uh, this is college. They're having a Quidditch tournament. Okay. Okay? These kids are going to be in charge someday. Yeah. And somebody's... Okay. Well, we were just talking about this off-air. <laughs> What we did as kids? What we did as kids. And the fact that we had to do it. We had to make everything. We had to, if if it was to be, we had to do it. These uh, kids could just get shit handed yeah. to them. It's we, you know, we, Sandy and I were laughing before we went on the show. We, I grew up in Newark and in Belleville. We would walk down the street, four or five of us, and we'd see a Volkswagen Beetle. And for you old timers out there, the Volkswagen Beetle, the engine and transaxle was in the rear. So the, the front was the trunk and the car was very, very light. And we would be walking down the middle of the street smoking cigarettes and rabble-rousing, and we would see a beetle, and just reflexively, like nothing, without talking or anything, three or four of us would go over to the front end and grab the bumper and lift the car's front end and turn it perpendicular and block the street. <laughs> and then we would walk away, and we'd get about a half a block away, and you'd hear horns blowing and stuff because people couldn't get down the street. <laughs> And we probably did that about a hundred times uh, till once we lifted one and the bumper pivoted and crushed all our fingers. And I guess that was a sign for me not to do it anymore because I had eight fingers that were black and blue. That was those but, newer, cheaper bumpers. Yeah, but yeah. that's that was our version of Quidditch yeah, yeah. back then. <laughs> Okay, uh, and <laughs> but we used to do it synchronized, uh, reflective, reflectively, like nothing, without talking to each other or anything, and no emotions. Like we'd go over, lift it, Just do turn it. it perpendicular, and continue walking on our way wherever we were going. And uh, I feel bad now for all those people that had to go outside in different weather and move their car back you into don't their feel parking. That bad, no, it'll get, I'll get over it. <laughs> So Monday, 6 p.m., NRA TV, I'm going to be on NRA TV with uh, none other than Dana Lesh. Oh, great. So tune in to NRATV.com, Monday, Eastern Time, 6 p.m., 3 o'clock, Left Coast Time, I guess. And we're going to be talking about uh, school security and some new initiatives that are coming up with uh, under Governor Free Stuff. He signed a bill into a law budgeting. You ready for this? This is how government works. Uh-huh. He's budgeting from $2.5 million to twelve and a half million. Oh. There's a ten million dollar swing mm-hmm. on installation of panic buttons in all the schools in New Jersey 
uh, should there be like an active shooter or an emergency or something? Uh, so you know that with uh, the lowest bidder, either they're not going to work. <laughs> well, no, it's two, two, two and a half million to twelve million, twelve and a half million, because it's dependent on whose brother-in-law gets the yes, contract. Yes, exactly right. And you know it's going to wind up to be twenty-four million, but they budgeted twelve million, and, and then half be... of them won't work. I right. have an idea for you, techie people out there. Couldn't all school staff have an app on their phone to do the same thing? Yeah, right. Couldn't that be developed maybe for like a million dollars? Or less. Or I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Instead of hardwiring buttons. Well, like you said, somebody's brother-in-law has yeah, got this just, in just the Just thinking yeah. about that. Uh, so listen to this. Let's talk about my NRA board endorsements because I want you guys to keep pimping me out because all the ballots are dropping. Within the next week or so, all the ballots should have been delivered. Now remember, to vote in an NRA election, you have to be a life member and or a member for five or more continuous years before the election started. Now, so it'll be in your magazine. Make sure you fill it out right. I recommend you bullet vote for Calandro and Tom King. Don't vote for all 27. Voting for Ted Nugent is like neutralizing my vote. Right. So make sure it's filled out properly. Everybody complains that the insert, when you fold it, doesn't fit in the envelope. That goes back to NRA. It has to be folded thrice <laughs> for it to fit back in. Make Which sure you put a stamp on planning. it. So there's about 2 million eligible voting members in the NRA, and about 7% actually vote in the election. Last, 7%. Yeah, last year, 130,000 out of 2 million voted, because that's why I needed 651 petition signatures. It's a half a percent of the amount of people that voted in the previous year's election. Oh, okay. Now, out of that 130,000 that voted, about 10% of the ballots get thrown away because they voted for more than 27 people. Because they can't count. And about 3% get thrown away because they're filled out incorrectly. Now, so, How does it... What do you mean, like, incorrectly? What, what were some of the mistakes? Uh, like they colored outside the lines. Oh, they didn't put, the They dots. didn't vote for anybody on oh. the ballot. Oh, yeah, well, they didn't that. sign the ballot. Oh. Yeah, about mm. 3% don't sign the ballot. If you get an electronic magazine, the ballot will be mailed to you in an envelope. So, listen to this. This is a, a sampling of the people who have endorsed Calandra for NRA. Tactici, the Pennsylvania rock star. Okay. If you don't know who she is, go on Tactici uh, in Facebook or Instagram, T-A-C-T-I-S-S-Y. She's been on the show before. Knife Rights has endorsed me and sent out a formal endorsement. Scott Bach, executive director of ANGRPC and the ANGRPC has endorsed me. New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, as well as Tom King, has endorsed me. This is one of my favorite endorsements. Colonel Bob Brown. Lieutenant Colonel Bob Brown, who started Soldier of Fortune magazine, 86 years old, called me up and says he likes my style from committee meetings. He says we need change. We need vocal people. He asked if it would be okay if he endorsed me. He hmm. sent out a formal endorsement. Amoland has endorsed me. Jeff and Chris Knox from the Firearms Coalition have endorsed me. That endorsement works against me with the uh, NRA uh, uh, management because they don't like the Firearms Coalition because their dad was Neil Knox, who Neil Knox used to write the Knox Report for uh, Shotgun News and other magazines. Yeah. He was also a leader of the NRA, part of the Cincinnati Revolution in 77. I've told Chris and Neil Knox before that, before the internet in the 80s when I had an awakening with guns, I used to read Shotgun News every week and I would read the Knox Report first. And I believe a lot of the vinegar in me and a lot of the Second Amendment fight was from formed <laughs> from reading 
Neil Knox's yeah. stuff. And uh, so fight we He was must. very edgy for his time. Yeah, yeah, he was a great guy. And David Cadria, mm-hmm. uh, he endorsed me. Uh, Reverend Ken Blanchard, black man with a gun, has endorsed me. CNJFO has endorsed me. Commissioner Bernie Carrick, the 40th police commissioner yep. of New York City the, under the real Mayor Giuliani. Commissioner of New York City. Yep. Lauren Hartnett of Girls Got a Gun from Long Island has endorsed me. Joshua Prince, who is the Evan Knappen of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania from yeah. Prince Law Group endorsed yeah. me. And the Evan Knappen of Evan Knappen <laughs> in New Jersey has endorsed me. The actual Evan Knappen. Dr. John Edine for Doctors for Responsible Gun Owners has endorsed me. Great organization if yep. you're a doctor. Raquel Akye of the Liberty First Foundation has endorsed me. Tony Simon of the Diversity Shoots and the Second is for Everyone has endorsed me. My man, Mark Cheeseman, from the Cheeseman-Gillard case, they have endorsed me. Sherry Spivak and the Second Amendment women have endorsed me. Uh, U.S. Law Shield, Pennsylvania, sent out an email promoting me. Excellent. Andy Goldman of G96 Products has endorsed me. That's lubricants and stuff. So, uh, Calandro for NRA, if you're at shows or whatever, talk to people. Make sure your friends and family fill those ballots out properly. And uh, I can't believe all the support. Remember, if you need more info, it's calandroforenra.com. Check out Ants Rants on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. It's gone completely viral. How many people watch my rants every day? I'm blown yeah, away. Really, really great. I'm blown away by it. So let's talk about a rant right now. This is something that we only got I, about uh, less than a minute. To talk okay, about. so real quick, CNJFO has filed an amicus brief supporting the challenge to New Jersey's carry law. They joined 23 attorney generals in the lawsuit for the Rogers case, which we're hoping the Supreme Court will grant cert within the next week or two and knock the socks off of the state of New Jersey. So Rosie and the guys at CNJFO have uh, gone all in by filing their own brief. Bravo to you guys. Unity and yep. activism is key. Great organization. There's still dissension amongst the 2A groups in New Jersey, which I find really sad. Yeah. Um, and it's probably going to get worse. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about the March 26th rally. I have a website now. It's we the people of nj.com. We the people of nj.com. March 26th, we're going to march on Murphy. And remember, bullet vote Calandro. Ferranaray.com. And Tom King, please. He and Tom King. Me. Yeah, Tom, Tom's a great guy. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise, and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day, she was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. 
and chances are when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. This segment of our show is being brought to you by 2A chiropractor Dr. Henry Medallion. We've been telling you about Dr. Medallion for quite a while now, but here's Jen, a listener and a busy mother of three, to tell her story. I'm a mom of three kids, and um, I've got two herniated discs, and I have some sciatic issues. I couldn't stand for more than 10 minutes, literally. I just, I would be in pain, and I'd sit, sit down like I was an 80-year-old. And I've been going to doctors for like four years. The traditional doctors, they do the steroid shots. I've got nerve ablations, and nothing seemed to hold for more than maybe six months. I'd always have to go back to that traditional thing, which always seemed to be a Band-Aid effect for me. And I heard Dr. Medallion and all the different ways that he approaches things, not just one particular avenue. There are a lot of different tools in his toolbox, so to speak. So I was like, why not try them out? So I went down there, tried them out. Now I'm able to stand and walk around and be a lot more mobile than I was before. So that's a huge, huge change. So if you're in pain, take it from Jen. Relief is just a click away. Dr. Henry Medallion, Medallion Chiropractic and Physical Therapy, M-A-D-A-L-I-A-N.com. Anthony? We're back. So let me tell you something right now uh, about the NRA board seat. Here's what I'm going to do. In the previous episode, uh, the segment, I listed all the people that supported me. And I know some of those people, oh, by the way, Todd Rathner from uh, another board member endorsed mm -hmm. me. So that's three board members that endorsed me, Bach, King, oh, Brown, and Rathner, four. Uh, I know some of them have gotten pressure. So here's what I'm going to do. If I win by petition, I'm going to get my, my notepad, and in red marker, I'm going to list the names and organizations that endorsed me and supported me for this run. 
if I'm on the board, if anybody comes up to me and asks me to do something or get involved in something, I'm going to l- open the book. I'm going to look down and go, your name's not on the list. Why are you talking to me? And then I'm going to just turn my back on them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you that right, that right now. You know I can be that way. All right? You? So, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to do. So everybody I listed in that before, uh, you're going to be on my uh, good list. Everybody else is going to be on the naughty list. I pretty much don't give a shit. You know, I've gone to board meetings, and I've heard other board <clears> members, <throat> we need change, we need this. And I've sent emails to those board members and asked them if they would endorse me or support me. I didn't even get a response back. They say okay? they want change, yeah. but nobody wants Correct. change. Correct. They just want the free Danish. Yes, yeah, so pretty much. guess what? I'm not there for the title or the free Danish. I'm there to do a little rabble-rousing. I believe. Listen, I love the NRA. It's the 800-pound gorilla. We need more transparency. We need to communicate with the members better. We need to reach out to the minority and the female community better. I believe I can help with that. You know, myself and Adam Crowder are running on petition, and if we both get in, it the NRA should really not double down, but they should look at it as a referendum yeah. that people like us are trying to get on to lend a fresh face. So rather than ostracize us, they probably should embrace us and see what they can do so that by the next election cycle, we can repair the relations. I'm so tired of seeing on all the chat forums and posts and ammo land and everything, people responding that I'm only voting for the people that weren't nominated. I'm not, what has the NRA done? They need to do a better yeah. job communicating. And listen, they're funding our Rogers case. They're funding our MAG case. They're funding the New York state case right now the nra does a lot listen for you guys that and girls that don't know i go to the committee meetings and and i go to the board meetings and the nra is fighting imagine fighting all 50 states at once yeah, right simultaneously. okay they're yeah. fighting in 50 states and they're right. fighting federally right. they have 51 battles and then they have smaller skirmishes going on it's a never-ending attack and without the nra where do you think we would be so we need the NRA. Venezuela. Correct. But we, I, think the, I don't think the NRA needs a total reset, but I think the NRA needs a reset. Yeah, it does. It's time. <coughs> you know, one of the biggest problems we have is that the fact that most of the people, like any organization that's big and bloated and old, is that they tend to nominate people who are just kind of yes-men and sycophants. They're going to go along. They'll go with the flow. They, they, they're not going to make a big deal out of anything. And like you said, most everybody there is there for the Danish. Uh, they're there for the free Danish and the rubber chicken. And there's, there's 76 directors. There's a bunch of good ones. The lawyers are all needed tremendously. Yeah. I go to the Civil Rights Committee meetings, and I go to the legislative committee. Let me tell you something, man. There's some brains there. They were attorney generals in their states right. and everything. Right. These guys have, have, have drafted legislation and got it through. That helped us, you know? Right. So you want, let's look at disparity here. Oklahoma, or excuse me, North Dakota just signed constitutional carry. Right. So you can carry. Right. On the other hand, in New York City, you can't take your legally purchased and possessed firearm out of the five barrows. Now, you know that with the NRA and Tom King and the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, they were granted cert by the Supreme Court. So the Supreme Court's going to see this case, and they're going to knock it down. Well, here's what happened. Evan Knappen just posted this this morning. New York is considering repealing the law 
that the Supreme Court agreed to review. New York knows their law is unconstitutional, and now they're petrified. Mm. Okay, they're, The legislators are together considering repealing the law. That right now, for you guys who listened last week, if you live in the five barrels, if you own a rifle or shotgun, you can leave the five barrels with it. If you own a handgun, you can't leave the five barrels with that gun. You can't go for training. You, you can't right. go to a shooting range. Right. If you have a summer house in the Jersey Shore, you can't bring your guns with you to the summer house. You have to leave them in your house, unoccupied home, which creates a more dangerous environment where guns can be stolen. This is about as unconstitutional as the carry law is in New Jersey. And now New York State, New York City is like, oh, shit. We're going to lose this one. I'm sure all their legal mm-hmm. eagles looked at it and said, what a violation right. of someone's civil rights. So this is interesting. you know. Yeah. All of you, just if you're not religious or whatever, just say a little prayer that the Supreme Court picks our Rogers case. Because if the Supreme Court picks our Rogers case, Murphy and Gruel and Loretta Weinberg and Lou Greenwald yep. and all these, they're all right. going to go, oh, shit, we're done. Right. We're done. The blanket is pulled off behind our scheme. We are done. The Supreme Court at 5-3, what's it? Uh, it's 5-4 right now. Well, Ginsburg, we don't know where she is right now. Yeah. I heard she was at a cyborg rehabilitation clinic. Is that what the, it is? They yeah, got her plugged into something? The Dems are paying for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the Supreme Court being 5-3 or 5-4 right now, Kavanaugh et al. are going to slam dunk the Rogers case, all right? 23 attorney generals signed on to that case. Meanwhile, in the madness that's New Jersey, remember, March 26th is March on Murphy, and you can find that on Facebook, or you can find it, wethepeopleofnj.com. Wethepeopleofnj.com. Go on, sign up, register, share it with Everybody. Okay, a bunch of my friends started a recall Murphy petition, uh, and they're going to uh, try to get 1.4 million signatures. Their website will be up soon. It's on social media right now. It's gotten a lot of press. But this is what we deal with with Governor Murphy. Last week, he vetoed a bill to extend emergency funding to homeless people in New Jersey many of which are emotionally disturbed and veterans, mm-hmm. okay? And we had minus, like, three-degree weather. Yep. And he, Steve Sweeney attacked him for it, that it was cruel and inhumane. But Murphy said it was because he was looking at the fiscal liquidity of the state of New Jersey. This is a guy who sets up legal funds for millions of dollars for illegals. Yes. Uh, this is a guy... Funds colleges yeah, funds for illegals. college education for mm-hmm. illegals. Yeah. But yet, you want to know why? Because the homeless don't vote. Right. That's why. Right. The mentally disturbed and the emotionally disturbed and the homeless people don't vote. But here in New Jersey, the illegal population does vote. So this is what we're dealing when you have a rich, repulsive socialist. This is heartless, in my opinion. Absolutely. It's heartless heartless that he did not fund that. And, you know, I'm not a big government guy. And I know probably 90% of the dollars don't trickle down to help the homeless. But. To keep funding shelters and keep people off the streets and not fund it because it's not some socialist pet project of yours driven by votes pisses me off. But guess what? I said in a rant a few months ago that air tax is coming. All right? Yeah. Guess what we have coming in New Jersey? (laughs) This is from my buddy Matt Rooney at Save Jersey Blog. Matt's an attorney down in uh, Cape May County. New Jersey legislature sends a rain tax to Phil Murphy's desk. Rain tax. Rain tax. They've had this in Maryland. They've had, yeah. They have this in Florida Maryland's right now. It's very big in Maryland. Okay. Here you go. A radical plan 
by New Jersey Democrats to let municipalities establish stormwater utilities and assess fees passed the legislator on Thursday down party lines, and Murphy promised that he would sign off on it this week after the Super Bowl. Okay, so Assemblyman Hal on Wirtz... Monday when everybody's hung over. Correct. Assemblyman Hal Wirtz, a Republican, said... I don't know if a snow tax is coming next year, and I'm not being sarcastic, said Assemblyman Hal Wirtz. This is just another tax, a rain tax on the people of New Jersey, and I urge all my colleagues to vote no. But it passed. Now, what they're basically going to do is... It depends on the amount of square footage your house or your business has. And, and how the much driveway. Driveway, how much rainwater flows mm-hmm. off. So we already have ut- freshwater utilities like Passaic Valley Water, right? right? And then we have wastewater facilities for where your poop and your urine and, every, and the, you know, your gray water and black water go. So now, so we pay taxes for filtered water to drink, potable water. Potable or potable? Potable. Both. And we pay to have our wastewater removed through either taxes or separate utilities in our town. Now what they're going to do is they're going to assess us for rainfall so that it could be purified and controlled stormwater tax, or so to speak. So we're going to get a third water tax. So what's going to be next, an oxygen tax or carbon monoxide tax? Well, well maybe both, I think, you know, because we have to tax soda. We have to take exhale. You know, how many times you exhale, they'll take your respiratory rate. And if your respiratory rate is above normal, then you get another tax in interest. And they wonder why people leave here about 10000 a day. Maryland had a, a, a rain tax, and the new Republican governor repealed it. But Florida, especially like South Florida, the Keys and stuff, and those places, you're not even allowed to collect rainwater in a barrel. It's right. illegal. Right. We, we live in a country where yeah. it's illegal it's to the, collect yes. your own rainwater yes. because it's supposed to go down so it goes back in the aquifers or whatever so you're not being selfish. You know, because four 55-gallon drums of water it's that you use for your garden. Yeah. yeah, meanwhile, your yeah. next-door neighbor, the liberal, takes a hot shower for 45 minutes in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is the shit we deal with. So can you imagine we are going to have a, and it's going to pay, he's going to sign it. He already said he's going to sign it. Of course. It. Well, so you ever meet a, a politician who didn't like a tax? And people say, what's the big deal? So what, let's say it amounts to, it's going to create a utility. Right. So what's going right. to happen is it's going to create a whole new bureaucracy. Right. There's going to be a state water utility, county water utilities, and then town water utilities, all reporting to each other with storm water. So in the beginning, it'll cost All with us employees, all with benefits, all with pensions. Correct. Yeah, that Correct. we can't afford to pay So now. it's just going to keep growing right. and growing and growing. And it might be, let's say it'll cost us, they'll say, well, it's only $300 a year, $6 a week, right? Which is not much for a rich socialist, but for a hardworking blue-collar person, it's a lot. Right. So what'll happen is it'll go from 300 to 450 to 600 to 800 And it'll just keep growing and growing. So I don't don't believe it's far-fetched that eventually an oxygen consumption tax. How many people in your family, when you go to do your state taxes, will say, oh, one person, there's a $300 carbon monoxide surcharge. Oh, 12 people, it's going to cost you, you know, $600 a year or whatever surcharge. Right. I'm telling you. And and it's now, you know, now with the... uh the, the Internet of Things, everything is being monitored from your gas usage to your, you know, the, your power usage to how many times you're flushing the toilet. So since he enacted that you can't run your car for more than three minutes and you face a $250 fine, how many times do you think Governor Freestuff has jumped into one of his uh, state police protected suburbans that had no heat on. That had, to, yeah, right. That, that hadn't already, been running for two hours. That hadn't been warmed up in the seat all nice and cushy yeah. and everything else. I don't, uh, yeah. maybe, uh, 
Four legs five. is good, but two legs are better. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me it's very important that people are treated like family so the bathrooms are very high end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left you'll notice our retail area over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Sandy smells beef stew in the studio. I don't, I'm not sure if I passed gas or not. Oh. I don't know. That's good. So while in Vegas, I saw uh, Bobby Ramo and his uh, wife, Patty, who owns ShootersGauntlet.com. And uh, he has big plans for ShootersGauntlet.com this year. He's on uh, Millstone Road in Monroton, PA. Go to info at ShootersGauntlet.com and email Bob and tell him to send me more information about his range and more marketing information because I love him to death. He's got a million ideas, but he's not versed in the promotion of stuff. I will be out there for the second long-range shoot, 1,500-yard shoot, to hang out with them. I believe the first shoot, Tactici, 
is attending the uh, 1500 yard shoot with Jimmy and everybody out there. But this guy has zip lines, and now he's looking for a hull of a Black Hawk helicopter. <laughs> and he's I going to this. attach it to cables, and you're going to be able to zip across ranges and shoot from out of the helicopter into targets and stuff. So uh, he's just about as crazy as me. He's just about as lovable as me. But uh, Bob and Patty are great people. So check out ShootersGauntlet.com. And please info at ShootersGauntlet.com. And let Bob know you're listening to the show and you support him. And we want to know more of what is going on. Let's not forget the cheeseman Gillard case. All right, David Jensen is working with those guys, J-Factor in the background. It's GoFundMe.com forward slash restore dash carry dash NJ. All of those boys are going to be at the rally on March 26th, okay? I would like, and I know CNJFO is going to be there, ANJRPC, Gun for Hire, et cetera, et cetera. It better be a great turnout. There better not be excuses about work. My baby's in labor, this, that, or whatever thing. We can deliver a baby there. Okay. Yes. There's going to be a lot more logistics. So check out the website, we the people of nj.com. So again, going back to the Rogers case, it is huge that 23 AGs have signed on. Yeah. They've written briefs uh, in our favor. This might be a great sign. I don't know how many AGs signed on to our Drake case three years ago. If it was any, Dan Schmutter, Scott Bach, let me know. I'll report on it next week. But, um, the Supreme Court just taking the New York City case says a lot. And there was an article in National Review magazine, which I read National Review because I used to love William F. Buckley. Mm -hmm. When he used to speak, I used to have to have a dictionary next to me when he spoke. But <laughs> uh, Buckley has since passed many moons ago. But yeah. I always read National Review. And this was an article by David French. The Supreme Court has taken a strange gun rights case. And he's talking about the New York State Rifle and Pistol case about its implications and ramifications that you can't take your gun from the five barrels and i'll tell you something he believes that and this is so, he's paraphrasing scott bach here for sure he says one step at a time finally it's possible that plucking low-hanging fruit is one way to begin the long slow process of creating a truly robust body of gun rights precedent Remember Scott used to say, yep. we're going for the low-hanging fruit, right. right? This is interesting. He goes, the cases will build slowly and deliberately, but they have to start somewhere. Why not start with a law that, well, is insane? The New York City case is insane. Yeah. So I agree with David French. Everybody should read this article, National Review. It's available online. You don't have to subscribe, you cheap bastards. But it's by David French and the Supreme Court gun cases. So I definitely think you should... You should read it. But uh, meanwhile, back in, in New Jersey, con Congresswoman Bonnie Watson Coleman uh, introduced two bills to address uh. <clears throat> gun violence. Mm. Okay? Yeah. She's from New Jersey. She's a Democrat. She reintroduced two bills to address the ongoing epidemic of gun violence. Now, remember, Governor Freestuff... It's kind of redundant, though. She's from New Jersey. She's a Democrat? <laughs> yes. Governor Freestuff said... Any anti-gun bill that's put on his desk, he will sign. That's what he said. September 1st, our red flag law comes in, in action. We're eight months away from that, mm -hmm. okay? Seven months away from that. So these are her two. You ready? She says gun violence continues to plague our society at levels unseen anywhere else in the world. Oh, oh come on. At levels 
unseen anywhere else in the world. world. She's go dumb. to Mexico, She's go dumb. to Venezuela, go She's anywhere. Dumb. We are so low on that scale. So she says, in the wake of tragedy after tragedy, the American people are pleading for common sense gun reform. Pleading. Our failure to pass such legislation should be a point of shame for anyone entrusted with public safety. A trend I'm confident will begin to change under the leadership of Democrats. Was this a prepared speech or did she? I mean, did it was prepared. She couldn't talk like this in public. Did, and it, what's amazing <coughs> is the press is so complicit that no one checks facts. That that gun violence is. At a level in the United States, unprecedented anywhere else in the world. Correct. You'd have to be brain dead just to believe that statement. So she wants to stop online ammunition sales. Okay. It would place limits on the online sale of ammo. So we're going to regulate the internet now. Correct. The bill would require online purchasers of ammunition to appear at licensed dealers in person to confirm their identities with a photo ID, preventing unknown entities from stockpiling ammo. The bill would also require dealers to report any sales of more than a thousand rounds to the state police. Well, shit, I I buy two thousand at a time. Okay, so, well, all right, so more than a thousand rounds—that's two bricks of twenty-two. Correct, correct. And that's supposed to be reported to the ATF now. Uh, she says state police. Oh, state police. Then she wants the Handgun Licensing and Registration Act, also led by Congressman Frank Pallone, right? Oh, Hot yeah, air balloon Pallone, right? All right. It would overturn the 1986 law to create standards for handgun ownership. The legislation includes a federal licensing and registration process for handgun ownership with minimum requirements ready for this, including the person seeking gun ownership must be 21. So no rifles or shotguns, just like Florida right now with the assault weapons thing. The person must undergo firearms training. Wrong. To own a gun is mm-hmm. a right. To drive a car is a privilege. Right. To possess a firearm, I should not have to take training. Now, many states require training to get a carry permit, like Connecticut. Right. All right? I've spoken about this publicly on the air with NJTV, too, which sometimes was taken out of context. But to get a carry permit in New Jersey, if there was an eight-hour NRA basic pistol training requirement, I would advocate for that bill. Okay? To get a carry permit. I'm a firm believer in constitutional carry, but I also don't believe in unicorns. Right. So to have New Jersey get constitutional carry, not in my lifetime. Federal constitutional carry, not in my lifetime. They don't have the seeds on either side of the aisle to yeah. make a stand. But I would take, listen, if we win the Rogers case, New Jersey's going to implement some sort of training requirement. Some of it's going to be so overbearing that we're going to have to take them back to court, just yeah. like Washington, oh, D.C. did after Dick Heller. Got a carry permit. I mean, look at the requirements for cops and off-duty cops. How how often they have to qualify twice compared to other states? It's twice as it's twice as long, and the fees are ridiculous. Correct. So New Jersey's going to do that. They'll, yeah. It'll be a thousand dollars a year or whatever. But she's wrong. You should not have to undergo firearms training to possess a gun. Knappen used this example once before. What if Grandpa dies and leaves two of his guns to his grandson, and his grandson is legally blind? He has no intention of ever shooting those guns, but he wants to own them because they were grandpas, right? Right. right. How can he pass a firearms training course to possess those guns? Right. Yeah, so especially there's, a practical correct, side of it. Correct, correct. Yeah. There, there's so many scenarios that don't cover. The next one Although is... You do have, don't you have a blind student here? We have a bunch of blind students. Yeah. We have a few legally blind, and we have a guy who's totally blind that yeah. shoots here. So 
and he shoots pretty good. Tom Giordano put him through the qualification course. He scored an 84 out of 100. <laughs> that's better. He than, was a judge from I'm, down in South I'm not Jersey. Not mention department names, but yeah. that's <laughs> he legally. He's totally blind. Not legally blind. Totally blind. Wow. Declan Ryan, who lives in New York City, uh, his handle is Blind Shooter, and he's legally blind, but he can see. He can see shadows and stuff. Yeah. And he comes to the range and shoots. And I'd put him up against any other average shooter or above average shooter right. that comes here to shoot. Yeah, exactly. So they would deny him. Yeah. So then she wants the handgun owner must undergo a criminal history and background check. <laughs> Welcome to New Jersey. Uh, has she ever heard of the Knicks check? <laughs> See, the problem with these lawmakers is they don't even know don't the even law. Know. Yes, exactly. They pe- well, Loretta Weinberg sat right in the seat. Weinberg here. <laughs> oh, gee, that was a that was a uh, that, slip. that was a Freudian slip. Yeah, Loretta uh, Weinberg sat right here in that chair and said, "We just passed the laws." Let the courts sort it out. Correct. Correct. We hear that all the time. And then she wants a license renewal process after five years. That's all about the Benjamins there, right? Absolutely. By the, by the way. It's all about the Benjamins. And states would be allowed to opt out of the federal system on the condition that they <laughs> implement a state registration system that meets the same requirements. How the hell does that work? She wants to go backwards. We already have federal NICs. Right. Right. Okay. She could take a look at New Jersey's model, the state that she resides in and that she represents, and see the laws that we have already. Right. God, man. It, and how redundant they are and how they don't do anything to uh, aid since the crime is so bad. I, I just, I'm always at a loss for it's words. Enervating. It's enervating. When, when I read stuff like this, you know. Um, so, yeah, she's going to implement all of this crap. And you know what? We have Murphy there, and he doesn't care. He doesn't about. care. He'll sign it. He's going to sign it. He doesn't even understand most of it. The guy's never held a real job in his entire life. He doesn't really care. He doesn't understand. He has aspirations to get to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and that's and he thinks he's going to be able to do it. Another along one. with every other the one. The classic Cape Crusader is running. They're all running. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Cory Booker last week says he's... Uh, <laughs> that he's running. Uh, Corey uh, has an imaginary friend named T-Bone. Corey grew up in uh, New- uh, in Harrington Park, New Jersey, uh, which is a rich, rich neighborhood. And uh, I believe he's a Rhodes Scholar, too. And he ran Newark to the ground. I want to tell a couple of secrets about Corey when we come back. Don't tell anybody. Just a quick note here for those of you who are the adult children of aging parents and struggling with the daily grind that comes along with that, the cavalry has arrived. The show is called Parents Are Hard to Raise, and it is a weekly survival guide for those of you who are dealing with aging parents. Parents Are Hard to Raise is available on the iHeartRadio network, iTunes, Google Play. You can even ask Alexa to play the show for you. And is also available on Spotify and its 180 million monthly subscribers. The show is hosted by veteran gerontologist Diane Barardi and features weekly guest experts from around the world in medicine, healthcare, all cutting-edge stuff to make your life just a little bit easier. Coming up next week on Parents Are Hard to Raise, elder care crime expert Detective Joe Rubicek shares some of the really cool and creepy ways the bad guys are taking advantage of us and our parents. A new episode airs every Tuesday. You can find out more at parentsarehardtoraise.org. 
They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun for Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. Are we back? So we're still waiting for Dr. Brian Tans from New York Smile uh, to come on to the show. NewYorkSmile.com. Dr. Brian Tans. Paging Dr. Brian Tans. Dr. Brian Tans. Paging Dr. Brian Tans. Come on to the show. Go check him out online. NewYorkSmile.com. He's on East 68th Street, New York, New York. Uh, he's the bestesses. And... Uh, you need to get him here. So Cory Booker took $100 million from Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook and then used it for everything but what it was intended for to rebuild Newark schools. He had the highest increase in murder rate while he was the mayor of Newark. Yep. Spent hardly ever any time in Newark because he was always campaigning for higher office. And then Lautenberg uh, passed away and he got uh, Gee, he his didn't spot. even sleep in Newark either. From no, 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 no. Yeah. He used to go in the front door of his tenement type house with a security detail. And the security detail was waiting for him in the back. And he used to go to his <clears throat> friend's house in New York City almost every night. And he likes to tweet on it. You know, he ran into burning buildings. He brought diaper. The city didn't plow a woman's street for five days she had like five kids and her brother tweeted that she ran out of diapers and booker he tweeted it to booker and booker tweeted on it and he went and bought diapers and delivered them and later on the woman says it was nice that he delivered diapers but it would have been nice if they plowed my street five <laughs> days ago yeah exactly. okay but see i i'm doing good things right. you know how about plowing the streets yeah how about plowing the streets so he's just another He's taken more money from pharmaceutical companies than any other federally elected oh, official course, yeah, down yeah. in Washington, D.C. He doesn't represent the people. He represents Cory Booker. Well, now we so, got Ross Baraka running the work. Uh, yeah. Well, that's another story. Uh, so did you know uh, there was a whole write-up in the New York uh, New York Daily News in the Post last week about they uncovered the pay-for-play in New York City where you could buy a carry permit? Who was on the list? Howard Stern, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., yeah. uh, billionaires, millionaires. Guess what? All in anti-gun mm-hmm. hypocrites yes. were on the list. Yes. Uh, not the Trumps, obviously, but other people. But for twenty-five dollars to $50,000. Well, you know, look, Trump probably changed his tune when he started running for office. Correct. Prior to that. You know, good for good for me, but not for thee type of thing. Or Correct. good for thee, but not for me. They, they all do that. Every single one of them. So for twenty-five to $50,000, you too can get a carry permit in the five boroughs of New York. Yeah. If you've been sexually assaulted, you have a stalker, you've been robbed numerous times, you've been shot, you've been beat up, you've been raped, you've been pillaged, Call you're not getting a carry permit. Yeah. And don't carry a knife. Oh, no. <sighs> So this email came from Patriot Oak. He wrote, please forward this to your big mouth boss. Big loud mouth boss. <laughs> Thank you, Patriot Oak. I appreciate that. He goes, hi, Anthony. I'm voting for you. I've had enough. <laughs> there was, there I'm was proud no, of that. There was no debate about who that was for. <laughs> who it was for. There was, yeah. He goes. Oh, he didn't even have to say your boss. He could just said the big loudmouth, and it, and it would have been, you know, ceremoniously delivered. He basically ranted that he's had enough. 
that you said if you weren't going to the rally, if there was at least 100,000 citizens, well, I'm not going. I went as a kid with my father to protest Florio. I was there for that Florio yep. protest. I was in my 20s. I'd love to know what your age was. He's gone to uh, D.C. on a few occasions. He's gone to the Tea Party. He's gone to Trenton a few times as an adult, including the last time me and Scott Bach were there. He goes, I've had enough. I'm tired of the citizens bending over to comply or of the ones that are just MIA or unaware of the continuing mm -hmm. abuses. Yep. I am tired of the constant harassment and BS from our criminal subset called politicians and their ilk and their statist media. There will not there will not be a large showing in Trenton, and what is worse, it won't matter even if there is a good sides group. The complicit media won't cover it, and any results and citizens of New Jersey won't make any meaningful difference. The deck is already stacked, and the politicians could care less. They have already been bought and paid for. Uh, by the uh, rich socialists and, and their limousines. I learned this in going to Washington. The Republicans were just as deceitful and yes. treacherous, yes. treacherous yes. as the socialist Democrats, maybe even more. And no matter how much the American citizens vote and speak out, they are ignored. In Washington, they have... But they both have and had no intention of listening to or doing no. to the will of the people. I feel my time and money would be better spent supporting the ongoing lawsuits and hitting fellow range FUD uckers over the head to get them to wake up and get their heads out of their mags. It saddens me that so many of us have scurried to comply with this illegal and unconstitutional effective seizure of our property and transgression of our rights. At this point, I say let New Jersey get what it deserves for its complacency and stupidity. I have not given up. I just don't know that a day off from work will 100% not make any difference, and I have better things to do. It seems we will have to suffer a lot more before the pendulum swings the other way. Sandy, you want to chime in on that? He, he said a lot of things you say all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to say anything to upset the apple cart for the, for, you know, for this march on Murphy thing, but he's absolutely right. It, it really doesn't matter what we do. We could we could burn that damn city down. We could block it up. We could do whatever, and they're just gonna. You, you saw how they sat and looked down on the audience, us, their their bosses, with absolute disdain and contempt. Contempt. They locked us out of the building. Refused to have por porta potties outside. Uh, you know, it, it's it's just the way they do it. And uh, and unfortunately, we were talked off air about this just before the show, and I said I have you know I had a discussion with my wife on the way up here this morning, and I said I have never seen a con the country primed so much for an overthrow as as our country is right now. I, I can't even believe it's America anymore. It's no one will listen. The Republicans are just as despicable, one hundred percent despicable as the Democrats. And and I agree 100% with Mr. Oakey. Patriot Freedom. Oak. Well, I'll tell you what. For everybody out there, the March on Murphy on the 26th, let's call them on this and let's try to get 100,000 people to show up. It's not just about guns. It's taxes. It's illegals. It's a rain tax. I mean, one thing after another. Uh, that the, no one is aware of because the the the... Well, I don't know. Maybe the Star Ledger is starting to turn on this clown a little bit. But, a little bit. They'll but, endorse him for re-election. Of course they will. You know, I, I don't. You know, everybody is just the, the comments are all. Oh, you know, what the guy do his job? No, no. I, I just think the guy. 
It, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't but matter. But let's see if we can prove him wrong. It's about so many other things. You know, our attorney general, uh, Gruel, he's filed about 200 motions and lawsuits against the Trump administration. It's all about this infighting. Yeah. And yeah. How about just making our state better? How about fixing some potholes? Right. Yeah, oh, my God, money. our streets, our infrastructure is crumbling, and we're giving money to illegals and college education for illegals, and the homeless are outside freezing to death. People need to wake up. And I'm going to tell you, this is my learning segment this time. We've talked about this before back in Belleville, Sandy. I believe that we as parents and leaders need to teach our children how the government works. Oh, absolutely. And how they can absolutely. get involved. We have a small subset of people that run our lives. Right. Okay, so let's talk about a few things. And there's plenty of online guides you can look at, but I think our kids need to know about the rule of law. Okay, they need to know about what's legal. They need to know about the Constitution. Mm -hmm. They need to know about the Declaration of Independence and the writings of our forefathers. And there's the, you know, they have a little book that's the Constitution on one side and the Declaration of Independence on the other side. Online, like Amazon, Jeff Bozo, they sell it for like $1.99 or something. Yeah, Jeff Bozo. Trump called him that in a tweet, so I'm stealing it now. How many people don't know about our three branches of federal government? 90% of the people who vote. And our branches of state and local government and how it works and how there's influences on the government and how our government is driven by the 24-hour news cycle. This this was – none of this is is by accident. This started under Woodrow Wilson even before TR started all this shit. Sorry, Steve Albert. We have been stripping – Ignorance is the first tool of that side. And and if you if you can get the kids where they are, that's why they've taken over the major systems like the school system, common core math designed to not let you be able to help your child figure out a simple addition and subtraction problem. Correct. They got rid of common core in Florida this week. Governor Ron DeSantis booted it. Well, the problem is, is they're getting rid of it, but they're renaming it and bringing it back. Oh, okay. It happened in South Car- South Carolina. Uh, did the same thing. They outlawed Common Core math, and if you go there today, and this was a few years ago, you go there today. It's still being taught, even on the textbook. It says Common Core. They don't care. It doesn't matter what we vote. That that's what's that's what I was saying to my wife this morning. It doesn't really matter what we. They're not listening anymore. They're going to do what they're going to do, and they know how much power they have right now. They know that they've dumbed down most of these people, that most people who vote have no idea about civics. They have no idea about anything. We were taught social studies. Our our generation was taught social Social studies. George Washington University dropped American history. Yes, not even as a requirement for to be an American history major. You don't have to take American history. How do you deal with that? So it is. To get your kids involved in local, take them to a couple local town meetings. Take them to a zoning board meeting. Great idea. Go visit Washington, Mm D.C., the three branches of government. Go visit some monuments. Take them to see Arlington Cemetery, the tomb of the unknown soldier. Take them to see the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. There's one in New Jersey, too. Every state has one, I think. But let them understand how government works and how that public 
they're supposed to be our public servants, yet we treat them like our public masters. Yes. You know, when oh my God, Senator so and so is visiting, roll down the red carpet and bow right. to them. Right. Bullshit. Right. It's the opposite. Exactly. They're supposed to work for us, but we have allowed it to flip because of the brainwashing that we've been enduring over the years and years, and the socialist creep that's going on. Teach your kids about the history of socialism and how many people died under it. Take them for a trip to Venezuela and see it in. Practice. Yeah, imagine or Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. They don't understand. Everybody thinks it's great. Remember that quote from Margaret Thatcher? It's all uh, socialism works till you run out of other people's money. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay, and that's what's going on right now. We can't just keep taxing ourselves into prosperity. All right, it doesn't work that way. Rain tax, water tax, this tax, that tax. It, none of it works. Right. None of right. it works anymore. Right. So we have to get to a point where we have to take our country back. And the only way we're going to do it is, obviously, other than civil unrest, it's going to have to be through elections. And we're, the elections are rigged now. Absolutely. Without rigged. term limits and without campaign finance reform, we're screwed. We're going to get to the yellow vest point. Listen, if we could get 100,000 people down in Trenton, it could send a message. Maybe, maybe Patriot Oak, we could get those 100,000 people to mobilize to actually vote. 32% of eligible voters voted in the last gubernatorial election in New Jersey. 7% of NRA voting members voted for board of directors. Unbelievable. 7% percent a hundred percent bitch and moan and complain yeah, and those seven percent that voted and the other 93 percent consider themselves people who love their country and appreciate the democracy and the constitutional republic and the voting process yet they don't exercise their right to vote if that doesn't tell you right. that it's a systemic problem in our society see and the other thing is we've talked about this before the republicans throw each other under the bus the democrats defend pedophiles child rapists clans members racist whatever it is they will defend that person right we don't we attack and the democrats are great at attacking too there is no perfect political party there is no perfect system all i know is all the other isms have gotten rich off of capitalism right right, right. socialism marxism communism right. it's all gotten rich off of capitalism but you know they're attacking the billionaires now like alexandria you know cortez cortex she's attacking billionaires and stuff those billionaires are embracing socialism like Bono from U2. Bro, you're worth $700 million under yeah. capitalism. Right. Write me a check for about half of that. and then we'll No, then... 80% or 90% of yeah. that. Bullshit, half of it. The hypocrisy pisses me off. And believe me, Patriot, I've been beat down. I've been in this game longer than you have. I'm so glad that you learned the process. Take your kids to a rally. Take your kids to a protest. Everybody needs to educate their friends and family. You know, there's like there's the books yeah. on Amazon, Complete Idiot's Guide to How the Government Works. Yeah. You know, take that. Spend a little time with your kids. Teach them some history. Bring them to a museum or a library. We forget this today and we squander it. And let me tell you something. The political elites and the rich repulsive socialists, they will hate you for it. Yeah. But you as a parent or as a mentor to someone... They will, those kids or young people or other people will appreciate it. I always spend time with my staff, my younger staff, to educate them how the political system works and how it's rigged. You want to know how it's rigged? Here's how it's rigged. New Jersey, obviously, it's all Democrats. We have conservative judges that have 
that that shoot at my range. So I say, you know, well, when you get a gun case, like for carry permit, how do you handle it? Oh, we, we never get those cases. Why? Well, because every county has an assignment judge, which is picked by politicians. <laughs> they make extra money yep. for being an assignment judge. And the assignment judge will make sure that the pro-gun judges don't get any pro-gun cases. Yeah. The system is rigged from the top to right. the bottom. Right. You think just because right. you vote two times a year or whatever in national or federal or state elections that that's your only responsibility right. as a citizen of what was the greatest country in the world? Yes, I mean, the Democrats right. don't want borders. How are we going to survive with a right. borderless system? Yeah. I know they want their landscapers and their people that clean their houses to work for $5 an hour. And I know the Democrats want it because they want the liberal votes. Listen, if if the... Illegal immigrants that crossed the border voted conservatively. The wall would have been done 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The problem we have with the liberals and socialists in this country. That's why they is, hate the Cubans. Correct. They can't win on their positions anymore, so right. they have to import voters in. Yes. That's what it comes down yes. to. And that's how we got Trump. Right. Exactly that's how right. 65 million right. people got right. off their asses two yep. years ago and said, we've had enough. Yeah. You've been pandering. You've been selling our jobs to China. You've been shipping our factories overseas. You've been giving us tariffs. We're not allowed to grow shit because the Chinese are importing it at half the price. And the Russians and the this. And so, you know, the other thing is, let's like we talked about this all the time. When we were a kid, we wait for seasonal fruit to come out. For you green party people out there, what's it cost to fly watermelons from Costa Rica in the middle of the winter <laughs> right. to the U.S. so you can right. eat a watermelon. At, at Whole Foods. Correct. What's it co- what, what would it be better if we thought more locally? Listen, do I want to become an isolationist? No. I believe the federal government is there. We should be there for trade and, and, and uh, foreign powers and, and wars and stuff like that. Think about the beware the military industrial complex from Eisenhower. The reason that the Republicans and the Democrats are voting, again, 42 Republicans just voted in the Senate not to pull out of Afghanistan. Why? Because all their lobbying money and all of their donations from Raytheon and McDonnell Douglas and all those other companies, they're pissed off. Right. They're pissed off. Meanwhile, so they don't care if a few thousand U.S. soldiers die, get maimed, or have post-traumatic stress disorder. Let the children die and they don't really care. We need to educate the youth in this country. We need to educate them all that the system is rigged against us and the political elites have taken over. So I, I'm telling all of you now, your project for the next couple of months is get information, whether it's online, buy a book or whatever. Take kids to visit, see how government works, how the electoral process works. Maybe we can take some people in turn, or maybe when the rest of us that are listening are collecting Social Security, maybe we can see some ray of hope in the future. You know, you got a point. I never thought about that because maybe because I don't have a kid. I don't have a kid either, but I have two do- two daughters with Patty's kids that I, her daughters that I influence. And when I'm talking to people, when I have group, I have these young kids. This young kid Ian came in the other day. I spent a half hour with them, educating them how New Jersey works. Yeah. Last night I had Anthony and Bill in the back, and I was educating them before they went into the range. So. You're right. I mean, it would be a great exercise in, in civics to take your kid to a rally like this to say that when we're unhappy, here's what we do. Correct. We don't, we don't have to just sit on our ass. Correct. I, I guess it, I guess it is a point where maybe, um, you know, people like me and, and, uh, and, and, and Oki Freedom over there are, um, we're just tired. You, you know, we're tired. We're beaten down. We're tired. And that's exactly what they what they want we're discouraged yes. and tired so 
You're right. All right, you turned me on this. We have a slew of classes coming up. Pistol, rifle, shotgun, urban classes, low light, no light, quick clot, defensive pen, defensive knife. And do not forget, Calandro for NRA.com. Please go on my site, share it with all your friends and family, post it on your social media. Bullet vote for me and Tom King. Make the vote count. If I get on, it will be interesting radio for three years, by the way, too. It will be. Yes, absolutely. I'm done. Uh, I hope the stupid bowl, I hope your team won in the ninth inning and it didn't go into extra innings or anything. Yeah, I know, because that's always a problem when they don't get the ball in the net and everything. Correct. Okay, well, looks like the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterfeit media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our host, Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Thank you all for your emails. Uh, please let us know what's on your mind. Ant's uh, got a good point. If you've got a kid and you're in New Jersey, it might be a good idea to show them how the government works or, you know, doesn't work. Love you guys. See you next time.